So, you good? Mm-hmm. Well, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. <laughs> praise the Lord. Good morning. Good Sunday morning. Uh, we're laughing here this morning because my wife is now off of Facebook punishment. <laughs> so we can now go live, right? Yes. Praise the Lord. Um, well, praise God on this Sunday morning, a snowy Sunday morning. And so we are homebound um, today. But praise be unto God, God's everywhere and his word is everywhere. And so uh, we just praise God for the opportunity to come and to share the word of God one more time. Amen. Um, pray that you're well this morning and that you stay safe um, in all points. Um, but particularly if you're on the East Coast where it's snowing, um, pray that you stay indoors if you can. And if you do have to go outside, that, uh, you know, that you will be safe. So, um, but we praise God on this morning. Good to be back uh, with you again. Um, and we'd like to continue um, where we were last Sunday when we were speaking about taking a look inside. And, um, you know, God is building us up in our faith um, and bringing us to a point where we conduct ourselves consistent with what we call ourselves. Uh, we call ourselves believers. Um, and believers believe. Yes. And so we want to get to that point where we're conducting ourselves according to what we call ourselves. We're believers, and so we believe. We believe God. We believe his word. We believe his promises. And it's not just something we say, but it's something that we, that we live out. Yes. And um, God is bringing us there because we can't get there on our own. There's a reason why the scriptures say that Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith. Um, we need him to lead us and guide us in the way of faith. And that's what the Lord is doing. And so we praise God for it. Amen. 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 On this morning, um, we're going to go to Matthew, the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 14. And we'll read from verse 25 down to verse 29. Matthew 14, um, verse 25 through verse 29. And again, we're talking about taking a look inside. Um, let's read the scripture. I'm going to read from the King James Version. And it says, And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit. And they cried out for fear. But straightway, Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. And he said, Come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. Amen. Amen. Let's pray on this morning. Father, we bless your name. Glory yes, to God. Father, thank you, Lord, Jesus. for another day. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. And Father God, we are glad to be here right now, God, where we can incline our ear unto heaven and hear your voice. Yes, Speak Father. unto us now words of life and of faith, of hope and of strength. And God, we believe we receive everything that you have for us today. So right now we say thank you, Lord. Thank, thank you, you for building us up in our faith. Thank you, O oh God, for making heavenly deposits. Thank you, God, for taking those things out of us yes, that Father. are not like you. Thank you, God. And Father, we give you praise for continuing to lead us in our walk of faith. Now, God, I pray a blessing 
for everyone under the sound of my voice, yes, God, Lord. that you will speak to their lives, speak to their situations and circumstances. And Father God, that they will receive everything that you have. And Father, I just pray that you'll use me for your glory. And Father God, that you, oh God, will be exalted through it all. Yes. We bless you now. And we thank you for what you're going to do. Glory to God. And we give you praise in Jesus' in name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Okay, so <clears throat> last week we started, right? We were talking about taking a look inside. Um, and, you know, we really was were laying a foundation um, that traced us back to Genesis, how according to um, the genealogy that we see in Luke, Adam is referred to as the son of God. Mm -hmm. And as the son of God, he was given authority in the earth. He was crowned with glory and with honor. Um, and this was his position as a child of God, as a son of God. Mm -hmm. And Eve as well, because when we talk about Adam and we talk about man, we're talking about mankind. So the woman as well. And um, they lost it when they disobeyed God, when they ate of the, uh, of the tree, uh, of the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. They lost it. Mm -hmm. um, they lost the authority. They lost the glory. They lost the honor that they were crowned with. Um, but praise be unto God, Jesus got it back, Amen. right? When, when Jesus came to the earth and he went to Calvary's cross and he died for your sins and for mine, he got back all that Adam had lost, which was the authority, the dominion in the earth that mankind was supposed to have in the earth, over the earth. He got it back. He got back the glory. He got back the honor. He got back our rightful position yes. with God. Mm -hmm. And so now we're not just saved. I mean, when I say just, I don't mean to diminish salvation. It's the greatest gift of all. But it's more than just going to heaven, right? We have been restored to our rightful position in yes. God in yes. the earth. And so while we are on this side of glory, we now have dominion and we have authority and we are clothed with the glory of God and with the honor of God. Why? Because we are God's children. Yes. And so in Christ Jesus, we are restored to our original position in God. And God has commanded us through his word to be followers of him, mm -hmm. to be imitators of him as dear children. We saw that last week in Ephesians 5 and 1. And we saw that God, um, you know, we talked about it last week, how God uses the, the creative force of words to bring into existence that which is a part of his being. And we saw that when he spoke forth light. He just, that's part of his being. God is light. And he just yes. spoke what was part of his being into existence. Um and through salvation, we have been redesigned to do the same thing. The Bible tells us that, you know, that they that be in Christ are what? New, New creatures. Mm -hmm. So we're not the same old that we used to be before we came to Christ. Yeah. Whatever we were then, we're new now. We have been reborn. We have been born again. And we are new creations. And part of that new creation glory to god we've been redesigned amen some people get so excited because you know the phone gets redesigned or the car gets redesigned and everything else i'll tell you something to get excited about you've been redesigned amen, amen. Mm -hmm. you've been redesigned by the hand of god and and now as part of your redesign you can act like him amen, amen. And so we have to reorient our focus from the outside to the inside and begin seeing what's on the inside of us, glory to God, and begin, like God did, speak it forth, right? Yes. Because we, 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 we want change. And so we sort of laid that foundation last week. Um, God is on the inside of us, amen? Mm -hmm. uh, that, that's just a wonderful uh, truth 
Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. That God is on the inside of us. But I do believe that we have to become more conscious of this, though. Yes. We have to become more conscious of God's on the inside of me. Mm -hmm. Amen. Um, and, you know, the scriptures help us there, right? Because the, 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 uh, Paul says in 1 Corinthians 6 and 19 that, that our bodies are the temples of the Holy Ghost, right? right. Which is mm -hmm. in us, right? So God is in us, right? Greater is he who is in you than he that is in the world. God is in us. Yeah. And so if God is in us, then that means everywhere we go, God goes. Right. Mm -hmm. Amen. Everywhere you go, God goes. Right? That's why the word of God, where he told the, the children of Israel when they were going into the promised land, everywhere where your foot shall tread belongs unto you. Yes. Well, guess what? Everywhere where your foot treads belongs to you. Now, not in the sense like you can go to your neighbor's house and tell them to get out. Now it belongs to you. It's not that kind of thing, right? right. We're, we're talking in the sense of the things that we're talking spiritually. We're talking about the things that God has for you. But where you go, God goes. Yes. Amen. Mm -hmm. Why? Because he's on the inside of you. You know, we, we mentioned last week how Jesus told the Pharisees, you know, uh, they wanted to know when the kingdom of God was coming. And he told them, he said, and this is in Luke uh, 17, he said, the kingdom of God doesn't come with observation. Right. Right. So don't believe people when they say low here, low here. He said, because the kingdom of God is within you. Right. Now, there are there are some versions of, of, of um, that scripture in Luke that says the kingdom of God is in your midst. The kingdom of God is among you. And there are many uh, scholars who say that's the better translation, right. that the kingdom of God is among you. Mm -hmm. Listen, I believe, I, I take it as it says in the King James Version, the kingdom of God is in you. And you know why? Because if God is in you, right. then the kingdom of God is in you. Amen. Right. And we know that God is in us. Amen. And right. so... You know, and God is the king. And so the kingdom, right, is with the king. So the kingdom of God is in us. Yes. God is in us. But I want to read something else into your hearing. If you, uh, John chapter 14. John chapter 14. And this, and this is just to help us become more conscious of the presence of God with us, right? Isn't that what it says in... in in Matthew, right? That mm -hmm. talking about Jesus, that um, his name is Emmanuel, which being translated is what? God with, with us. us. Mm -hmm. God is with us. He's with us because he's in us. Amen. Yes. And that's why he said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I'm in you. Amen. And so Amen. we have to become more conscious of this. When, when you walk in the room, God walks in the room. Glory mm -hmm. to God. Amen. When you go on your job, God walks in on that job. When you go to school, God walks up in that school. Why? Because you are a glory vessel. Amen. You house, you know, we got this treasure and earth and vessel. We got, we have God on the inside of us. Yes. Amen. Mm -hmm. And so John chapter 14, verse 15, Jesus says, if you love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. Mm. Now he was talking to the, he's talking to the disciples before mm -hmm. he went to the cross, Jesus is, and before his ascension. But how many of you know, now that has taken place, it's no more he shall be in you. If you accept Jesus Christ, he's, he now is in you. Right. Amen. Mm -hmm. And so you see the words of Jesus saying, this is, this is where God is. God, you know, wants to dwell with his people. Amen. Amen. If we go down to verse um, 20, it says, At that day you shall know that I am in my Father, and ye in me, and I in you. So we have we have the spirit of Christ in us. The Holy Spirit is 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 dwelling on the inside of us. God is on the inside of us. And we have to become conscious of that. Because if we're not conscious of that, 
then the commandment that we have to be imitators of God like their children is going to be foreign to us because we're going to say, I can't act like God. <laughs> right? But if, if you know God is in you, and, and then you start to surrender. Glory to God. See, that's the key. We got to surrender to the God in us. Yes. We, as, as John the Baptist said, you know, he said, I must decrease that he yeah. might increase. Yeah. So if God's going to increase in you, you are going to have to decrease in you. So it, it's got to become less about you and more about him. Yes. And when that happens, then, you know, he speaks a thing and he, he speaks in his still small voice and he gives you some guidance and he gives you a commandment. And instead of saying, I can't do it, the spirit that's in you says, I can do all things through yes. Christ who strengthens Amen. me. And now you're operating and walking and going forth like God. Yes. So he says, be followers of God like dear children. Um imitate God and to imitate means to take or to follow a pattern or to to take or to follow an example right mm -hmm. you know someone or something is your example and so here Jesus is our example right and you know when you say Jesus is your example that means God that means God the Father Jesus said if you've seen me you've seen the Father yes so God is our example and here's the thing, though, and, and this is going to become clearer as we go along today. This is in every point, right? Mm -hmm. in, in, in every point. Um, we talked last week about speaking forth like God. Right. But being imitators of God is not just doing that. It's in every point. Yes. Right? Yes. Be imitators of God as their children in every point. But one of the things that we wanted to talk about last week, because so many of us want change in our lives, is to get to this awesome truth. The power to change our lives resides on the inside of us. Amen. It's not outside. It is not in the hands of your job. God bless you. It is not in the hands of your job. It is not in the hands of your boss. It's not in the hands of people outside, other things. You need to catch a break. You don't need to catch a thing. You just need to tap in to the inside where God resides. Amen. And and that is going to be your source of change. It's going to come from the inside out. Amen. Um, let's go to back to our text for a moment. Um, Matthew chapter 14. And this, you know, Jesus walked on the sea. And he had fed uh, the, the multitude with two fish and five loaves of bread. And he had told the disciples to gather up the fragments. And, um, you know, he commanded the disciples to get into a ship in, in verse 22, go to the other side while he sent the multitudes away. Mm -hmm. And it says that when he sent the multitudes away, he went up to the mountain to pray. And the ship was in the sea, but a storm arose while the ship was in the sea. Mm -hmm. And it says, in the fourth watch of the night, which is what? Between three and six, right? right. So it's dark. Fourth mm -hmm. watch. I mean, it's real dark. Um, he comes out, uh, Jesus does, and he's walking on the sea. His disciples see him, and they think he's a ghost. <laughs> which, you know, I mean, we have the benefit of this story. Mm -hmm. But if we saw... <laughs> someone walking on the sea, we probably think it was a ghost too. Of course. Right? Mm -hmm. So they thought it was they thought it was a ghost and they cried out for fear. And Jesus said, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me to come unto thee on the water. Now Peter is our friend, right? Yes. But he's also the friend that we like to make fun of. You ever, when you were growing up, you had a friend, but there was there was always somebody in your crowd of friends that you would pick on. Yeah. Like, you know, and it's not that you didn't like them. You actually did like them, but for some reason, you thought that you could make fun of them all the time. And a lot of times they went along with it, even if they might not have liked it, but because they knew that you really 
had a good place in your heart for them. Mm-hmm. Peter's sort of like that. We pick on Peter all the time. Yeah. You know, we talk about Peter when he pulled out a knife and cut people's ears off. And, you know, when Peter blurts out things, you know, uh, that he'll die for Jesus. And then he denied him three times. And, you know, we, we talk about Peter all the yeah. time. Mm-hmm. And even with this story, we talk about how Peter got out of the boat, but then he sank. We spend more time talking about how Peter sank because he took his eyes off Jesus and he started Mm -hmm. looking at the wind and the waves. And so even when Peter does good, we still got to let him know, yeah, but Peter, right? Mm -hmm. he sank. But I want you to know there's something about Peter. Peter's in the forefront of the disciples Mm -hmm. for a reason. Because Peter had faith. Because Peter did get out of the boat. Right, he did get out of the ship, and they were afraid. And Peter said something that is really powerful. He said, "Lord, if it be you, bid me to come unto thee on the water." And if you listen with your ear, what Peter was saying is, "Lord, if that's you, if who I see walking on the water is you." you. Then bid me, which means invite me, invite me, right? But he said, right, to come, but watch this. But he said to come, meaning, but he, what he was saying is, if you're walking on the water, Jesus, then invite me to walk on the water too. (laughs) And see, we have to catch that. Peter was saying, Jesus, if you can walk on water, then I want to walk on water too. Amen. In other words, what he was saying was, I want to imitate what you're doing. Mm-hmm. If, if, if you can walk on water, I want to walk on water. Yes. And See, because Peter was a fisherman. Mm-hmm. Peter knew how to swim. Right. But he wasn't saying, Jesus, is that you? Then when I swim out to the water, you know, give me a high five. No, he, he wasn't interested in swimming. On, right? right. He, he, he already knew he could do that. But he said, no, no. Jesus, if you can walk on the water, then glory be to God. I want to walk on water too. Give me an invitation to do what you're doing. That's powerful because that that's a mindset that we seldom have. We, we, we don't often look at what Jesus is doing. We don't often look in the pages of the Bible and see what Jesus did and then mm-hmm. say, I want to do that too. Peter did. Peter looked at what Jesus was doing and said, I want to do that. And see, the devil has convinced us that thinking in that kind of way is somehow wrong. It's blasphemous. You're not God. It's not about being God. It's about being an imitator of God. And that that requires us to look at what God is doing and saying, I want to do that too. Yes. Isn't that what little children do? Isn't that what little children do? You know, we often call it cute when we see, you know, the little child, you know, this little small little boy, he put on his big old father's coat and he put on his father's shoes (laughs) and he just clomping around the house with his shoes too big for him, coat too big for him. But what he's saying, he said, I want to be like my daddy. See, that's what he's saying. I want to be like my daddy. Now, the stuff don't fit. The stuff don't fit, but no one looks at that kid and goes, you ain't your daddy. Because you you know he's not trying to act like he's the daddy. He wants to be like him, though. And that's how we got to be. right? We got to look at what our daddy is doing and say, I want to be like my dad. right? I want to be like my father. And so you look at what he's doing and you say, if that's what you're doing, then, then dad, I want to do that too. Yes. If that's what you're doing, then father, I want to do that too. That's what Peter said. And so this was a powerful, powerful thing because Peter wasn't content in just saying, I want to come out to you, Jesus. He said, I want to come the way you come. Yes. You coming out here walking on water, defying the wind, defying the waves, doing things that no other man could ever do. <laughs> I want to do the same thing. Amen. Amen. But the devil will try to convince us, stay in your lane. Yes. That's not what you're supposed to do. God is God. 
And again, we're not trying to take the place of God. That's not what it is. We're just imitating. We the, the goal and the desire is to imitate. imitate. Yes. Right? Amen. Jesus, you walk on water. I want to walk on water too. Mm -hmm. Jesus, you multiply fish and bread. I want to multiply fish and bread too. Yes. But how many of us think like that? If we if we're honest, we don't. Mm -hmm. We look at Jesus and say he did it. And, and well, because he's he's Jesus. Mm -hmm. But Jesus has given us an example. Yes. And then he says, imitate me. Mm -hmm. Amen. Follow it. And notice, when Peter said to Jesus, if that's you, bid me, invite me to come out there on the water. Right? Mm -hmm. Jesus didn't rebuke Peter. He didn't tell him who you think you are. I'm Jesus. You're not me. You can't do what I do. He didn't right. tell him that. Mm -hmm. What did he say? He said, come. come. He extended the invitation. Yes. He extended yes. the invitation. He didn't rebuke Peter for being too big for his britches. <laughs> he said, that's what I'm talking about. Come on out here. Yeah. Right? And what happened? And Peter got out of the boat and out of the ship. He didn't swim. Mm -mm. Right? He walked. It says he walked on the water to go to Jesus. Amen. Mm -hmm. Peter asked for the invitation to do exactly what Jesus was doing. Jesus extended the invitation. Peter accepted the invitation. And then he began doing exactly what he saw Jesus yes. doing. Amen. Amen. Let's follow Peter's lead in this, right? And, and, and so when we get the command to... To, to be imitators of God. You can't imitate what you can't see. You have to, you have to spend right. time looking. You have to spend time observing. You have to spend time yes. studying. You have to spend time looking at something that you're going to imitate. You can't imitate something that you only take a passing glance at. right? You can't just glance at this word once or twice a month and say, I'm going to be like Jesus. How? You're not spending enough time looking at him. You're not spending enough time studying him. You're not spending enough time observing him to get to the point where you could imitate him, right? And that's why we come together. That's why we spend time in our word every day. That's why we spend time in prayer, because we want to be in the presence so much that we can observe and look at yes. and study so that we can then do what? Imitate him. Amen. That we can imitate him. The God who lives on the inside of yes. us. Right? Amen. Now, um, the enemy would like to come and say, yeah, no, nah, you can't be like God. But I'm turning to John chapter 14. You heard this before. So this is not a surprise to you. John 14 and 12. Glory to God. Where Jesus said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believe on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. Yeah. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. Mm -hmm. So Jesus said, the works I do, if you believe in those who believe on me, the things I do, they can do too. Yes. That's the expectation. So this is not something that is out of left field, like... We're trying to do something that's off limits. Right. No. This is the expectation. This is Jesus' expectation himself. This is the Father's expectation himself. That as children, we will act like yes. our Father. Amen. We will act like God. We will conduct ourselves like God. We will imitate. But how are we going to do it? We're going to have to tap into the God who lives on the inside of us. Stop looking at other people. Amen. You know, we've seen this in the church, and it's not just the church, but you can see it in all walks of life, where people want to imitate successful people. Mm -hmm. Is there some value in that? Sure. I guess there's some value, but the, 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 the failing there is that people are not perfect. Right. So, you know, I, I've seen people who try to imitate, you know, 
other preachers. They try to imitate T.D. Jakes or they try to imitate, you know, uh, Joyce Meyer or something mm -hmm. or somebody. You know what I mean? They try to imitate other people who preach. And it's like, don't imitate the man of God. Imitate the God that's in the man. Don't, right. don't, right? Imitate yeah. God. Don't try to imitate T.D. Don't try to imitate, you know, the, the, the big name preacher of the hour. Imitate the God that, that prayerfully and hopefully is guiding that man or woman of God. Yes. Right? Yes. That's, that's who we have to try to, to imitate. Um, but you see here, Jesus said, um, he said, listen, the works I do, you will do too. Yes. So let's, let's stop thinking that we can't do it. So what have we seen Jesus do? Have we seen Jesus heal people? Yep. And then he also said, you shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Why? Because that's what he did. Right. Mm -hmm. Amen. He expects us to imitate him. Amen. I'll show you something that is almost a bit hidden in, in uh, Matthew 21. Are you making us turn in our Bible? <laughs> <laughs> There's no greater sound than, than Bible pages turning. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. That means you in it. Praise God. But when Jesus cursed the fig tree, you remember mm -hmm. the story? Because it's in Mark 11, but it's also in Matthew 21. When Jesus cursed the fig tree. And um, in verse 20 in Matthew, it says, and when the disciples saw it, well, let's back up. In verse 19, it says that the, the fig tree withered away. Right. Mm -hmm. And it said, and when the disciples saw it, they marveled, saying, how soon is the fig tree withered away? You know what Jesus said in verse 21? He said, verily I say unto you, if ye have faith and doubt not, ye shall not only do this which is done to the fig tree, but also if ye shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, it shall be done. And all things whatsoever ye ask in prayer, believing you shall receive. And if we if we if we look at the first part of what he's of what Jesus said here, the fig tree he cursed the fig tree right. Mm -hmm. He said, "Let no fruit grow on thee henceforth forever." So Jesus was the one that cursed the fig tree. Right. It dried up. The disciples were amazed, and Jesus said, "If you have faith and you don't and and you don't doubt, you shall not only do which is done to the fig tree." Well, who did to the fig tree what happened to the fig tree? <laughs> Jesus did. Right. Jesus was the one that cursed the tree and made it dry up. And Jesus said, if you have faith, you shall not only do that which is done to the fig tree. In other words, I, I did this to the fig tree. Well, if you have faith, not only will you do this to the fig tree, right. mm -hmm. but you can also... Speak to the mountain. So you see what Jesus was saying? Jesus, he was even telling them, if you have faith, you can do this too. Yes. Amen. And not only could you do this, you could do even more than this. More. We have to become God conscious, understand God's on the inside of us, and understand if God's on the inside of us, the same power of God that we see in this Bible lies on the inside of us. Yes. And by faith, that's how it's going to happen. By faith, we're going to have to tap into this power and to begin to use it. Yes. And we can change things, right? Darkness is turned into light. Yes. God Amen. did that. You know, trees were like, you know, dried up at the roots. Walking on water, multiplying fish and bread, healing people. Amen. Yes. And all this Amen. was coming from the same God who now lives on the inside mm -hmm. of us. We spend far too much time looking outside of us, looking at things on the outside. I understand our eyes. That's how our physical eyes work. They do this. Right. But our spiritual eyes should do this. <laughs> yes. They should Amen. look inward to the Amen. God who lives on the inside of us Amen. and see what's going on, what's going on in there. Now, um, I thought about something earlier this week, Becky. We talked about how God spoke into the darkness and said, let there be light, right? 
And that was on the first day. And the fourth day, he put stars, moon, and the, the sun, the moon, and the stars in the sky. Mm -hmm. So that means before the fourth day, there was already light that came from another source. Right. Mm -hmm. And that source was God, because he just spoke forth out of his being and put it there. But the thing that, 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 that I thought about on this week was when God spoke light into darkness, he didn't speak what he saw. He spoke what he wanted. Mm, right. right? And so many of us, mm. we speak what we see, but we don't speak what we want. Right? And, and, and think about it even in small ways. You know, you walk into a room and, and you know, sometimes you say, man, this room is a mess. Well, that's what you see. Mm. Right? But it's a greater thing to say, this room's going to be cleaned up, <laughs> right? Because that's what you want. Yeah. So if you see your life is a mess, don't speak the mess. <laughs> Jesus. Speak the cleanup, amen? <laughs> speak what you want. Because God didn't look into the darkness and said, oh my goodness, look how dark it is. <laughs> he didn't say that. He looked in the darkness and he, he, he didn't speak what he saw. He spoke what he wanted. So what do you think might start to happen in your life if you imitated that pattern? Mm. Instead of looking at something and speaking what you see, especially when you, you know, you know, especially when what you see is not what you want. <laughs> don't speak that. Speak what you want. Amen. Mm. Don't don't look at your bank account and say I don't have any money. <laughs> <laughs> Speak what you want. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Don't, I don't have any food. Speak what you want. Speak what it is that Amen. you want. Because again, you have your, 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 glory to God. You're, you're a spirit being. You're a speaking spirit being, yes. right? Yes. And you have the creative force of words that, that, that are backed by the God who lives on the inside of you. You're a child of God, a position authority, clothed with glory, clothed yes. with honor. You have power, right? So now tap into it. Stop just speaking what you see. Anybody can do that. But a child of God looks at something and goes, this is not staying this way. And you start speaking what you want. Amen. Amen. You don't want darkness, you speak light. You don't want lack, you speak abundance. You don't want poor health, you start speaking good health. Amen. Yes. You speak Amen. what you want. Amen. Not what you see. Because that is part of imitating God. Romans 4 and 17 says we that God calls things that be not as though they were. Amen. Mm -hmm. That's what we want to do to imitate God. Mm -hmm. So we see things that are not and we call them anyway. Not because we're trying to trick ourselves, but because we know that's the kind of power that resides on the yes, inside of us. Amen. That kind of creative power that can change worlds, that can yes, change amen. the environment. Amen. You know, you think about, um, you know, when Jesus was in the wilderness, um, he was able to keep Satan away because he opened his mouth. Right. Right. He didn't just think something. Right, he spoke it, mm -hmm. you know, and that's and that's the difference with believers, right? And in Second Corinthians, I believe it's four and thirteen. It says we have in the same spirit of faith as it is written. I believe, therefore, have I spoken. Mm -hmm. We also believe, and therefore speak. Believers don't nod their head up and down. Believers don't think things in their minds. Believers open their mouths, and say what they believe. That's the spirit of faith. You know, I love in Romans, it says, the spirit of faith speaketh on this wise. Yes. The spirit of faith speaks. Yes. Amen. Yes. Faith speaks. It doesn't think. It doesn't nod his head. It doesn't, you know, you know, kind of just, you know, have <laughs> ruminate on things. When we're really operating in faith, it comes out of our mouth. We say things like, I'm going back to school. Right? Mm -hmm. I'm getting a job. I'm saving up for a house. Right. Yes. See, see, the spirit of faith says something when you when you get to the point where you truly believe something, you say it. Yes. And even if people say things contrary to you, you don't worry about it 
because it's a settled issue for you. So much so that you don't you don't hesitate speaking it out of your mouth. And so that's what it is that, that we want to do. So we got to take a look on the inside. Look at what God is doing. Peter saw his God, his Lord, walking on water, and he said, I want to do the same thing. Yeah. Amen. I want to do the same thing. I want I want to be like him. And we got to look on the inside and realize God lives on the inside of us and all the power of God, the goodness of God. Amen. Amen. So what do we want to do? We want to speak like God. God spoke and he changed things. You know what? I want to do that too. I want to speak like God. Amen. I want to think like God. Amen. I want to think like God. And somebody right now might be saying, but wait a minute, doesn't the Bible say that, didn't God say my thoughts are not your thoughts? Yep, he said that in the Old Testament. New Testament said we have the mind of Christ. And why we got the mind of Christ? If we got the mind of Christ, that means we can think the thoughts of Christ. Amen. Amen. We just got to tap into it. Amen. Amen. I want to speak like God. I want to think like God. But watch this. Remember what we said earlier? The imitating of God is not just speaking like God and changing things. It's in every point. So we want to we want to speak like God. We want to think like God. But watch this. We want to love like God. Mm-hmm. We want to forgive like God. Yes. We want to have compassion like God. We want to have mercy like God. Yeah. We want to have patience like God. Amen. We want to be mindful of Amen. other people like God is mindful of us. And see, this is where we kind of get off track, right? We want to keep our word like God. Yes. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Right? We want to be faithful like God, right? We want to do all things with an excellent spirit like yeah. God. Do yeah. you know that when God created things, he looked around and he said, good, this is good. Mm-hmm. And then he made man and said, this is very good. You know what he didn't say, babe? He didn't say good enough. <laughs> right, he didn't. How many of us walk around, we do something and go, that's good enough. That's not the spirit of God. That's not acting like God. God didn't say good enough. He said good. Amen. Amen. So we want to do things with an excellent spirit. We want to do things, you know, with with excellence. And we want to be kind like God. And and we want to do all those things like God. Because here's the thing. If we try to simply walk around and say, I'm going to be like God. I'm going to walk on water. But you're not going to forgive someone who does wrong to you. You're not going to be generous to someone who's in need. You're not going to be understanding and kind and compassionate and merciful to other people. Then see, that's going to undercut your power, right? That'll undercut my power. I can't try to pick and choose how I want to be like God. I got to be like God on all points. You know, we talked a couple of weeks ago. We mentioned how uh, uh, Peter writes that for husbands that they have to dwell with their wives according to knowledge Mm -hmm. and honor them as the weaker vessel, yet also acknowledging them as joint heirs of salvation. And he says, you need to do that, that your prayers be not hindered. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we need to understand that the power that we can otherwise operate in can be diminished if we're not doing things that's right. And treating people around us in a certain way. So we just can't go, I want to be like God. I'm going to tap into the power of God on the inside of me and I'm going to speak forth some stuff without understanding. This is on all points. So is is God merciful? Then I need to be merciful too. Does God forgive? Then I need to forgive too. Right? I can't be holding grudges and, and wanting to get people back. And then think I'm going to speak forth with the creative power of God. Amen. That's right. See, see this imitating of God thing, <laughs> right? This imitating of God thing touches on every point. Mm-hmm. We're going to go two places, and then we're going, then we're going to leave. Maybe go three, but real fast. Let's go back to we were in Ephesians last week, right? Ephesians five and one. Yes. Now, remember, in Ephesians 5 and 1, it says, Be imitators of God as dear children. And we stopped there. But the sentence didn't stop there. Because it says, Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children, and walk in love, as Christ also hath loved us and hath given himself for an offering and a sacrifice unto God for a sweet-smelling Savior. So, 
yeah, we imitate God, but we gotta walk in love. Yes. Yeah. And 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 love captures everything. Our faith works by love, right? Mm-hmm. The greatest gift that we have is love. And so, when we talk about about uh, imitating God, we have to do it on all points. Yes. The right uh, John the Revelator said, and he well John said in First John two and six, he says, "He that saith he abide in Him ought himself also so to walk." even as he walked. Yes. So if, if if we are you know children of God and we abide in Christ, then it says we need to walk like he did. Yes. How did yes. Jesus walk? Jesus walked with compassion and with kindness and with love and with mercy, right? Mm-hmm. That's what he did. And that's what yes. we have to do if we're fully and truly going to be imitators of God as their children. Yes. Amen. So we don't want to just try to start saying, I'm going to change my environment. I'm just going to start speaking some stuff. <laughs> it's not that simple, amen? Right. We have to live our whole life in ways great and small. On all the things that the Lord is teaching us in his word, we want to imitate all that, amen? Yes, and see, then we start to operate in the power. I have found a truth. Glory to God. I have found a truth. And that truth is this. The more... The more humble a person is, mm-hmm. the more powerful they are. Hmm. Yeah, I believe that. Mm-hmm. The more humble a person is, when they become less about themselves yep. and more about them, they become really powerful. That is so true. Um, I want to read one last thing, and then we're going to talk about something, and then we're out of here. Um, in Matthew 11, um, 28 through 30, you know, when Jesus says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, I'll give you rest. Mm-hmm. Um, those of you who know me know that I love the version that's in the message version that says, Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me. Yes. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. And if we look at this, you hear Jesus saying, Come and get away with me. I'll show you how to take it. Why does he want to show us how to do it? Because he wants to show us so then we can then do it. Do it. Right? (laughs) He then says... Walk with me, work with me, watch how I do it. Yes. He said, watch how I do it. Watch how I live a life of obedience. Mm -hmm. And he's showing us in his word. Watch how I do it. Watch how I do it. And then having watched, go do exactly what I did. See, that's the thing. And the Spirit of God is, every time that still small voice talks to us, it's saying, this is the way to do it. This is the way to do it. This is the way to do it. And when we do it according to how the Spirit of God is showing us, then we're operating in power. One thing we want to talk about as we get on up out of here is Peter walked on the water. Mm Mm-hmm. Lord, if that be you, bid me to come out to you on the water. And Jesus said, come, and he walked. And then the next verse said, but when Peter... (laughs) Right? Right? Saw the winds and the waves boisterous, he got afraid, and he sank. Mm -hmm. Well, let me ask you this, though. Was Jesus looking around at the winds and the waves? Nope. See, the minute he stopped acting like Jesus, 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 he no longer could do what Jesus did. Jesus, wow. <laughs> the That's minute good. he stopped acting like Jesus, he could no longer do what Jesus was doing. And that's the same thing for us. So when we act like God, we can do like God. But when we act like ourselves, hmm. Everything stops, amen? The the anointing and the power and the glory and all that thing, right? All those things stop. And that's why amen. it's not about it's not about 
you and I, you know, we can't say, I got to be me. No, you don't have to be you. You have to be the you God created you to be. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Amen. Amen. Because it's not about us being who, you know, being me. It's about being like Christ. Amen. And so we got to learn the lesson from Peter. As long as he imitated Jesus, he did what Jesus did. The minute he started doing his own stuff that he does, he sank. Amen. Right. He could no longer do what Jesus did. Amen. We stop here. Amen. Um, but we praise God for the God who lives on the inside of us, uh, who is speaking unto us, who is who is saying, come with me, get away with me, watch how I do it. Uh, he's giving us the blueprint. Glory to God. Jesus has given us the blueprint. The Father has given us the blueprint Amen. in the Word. Amen. And He's saying, now, do what you see me doing. Amen. The works I do, you will do also. Not only will you do to this fig tree, but you'll do even other stuff. Right? Yes. Jesus yeah. is not... He, he expects us. He wants us to imitate Him. To do what He does in the earth. So that this earth could be filled with the glory of God, yes. right? Let your light so shine so that others may see your good work and glorify your Father, which yes. art in heaven. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Let's pray today. Amen. We praise God for the God that's on the inside of us. We tap in. We listen. We follow on all points. Amen. Amen. So that the glory of God can come forth. Father, we bless your name and yes, we thank Father. you, God, for thank the word you, that you've spoken to our hearts and minds today. Jesus. And we thank, thank you, God, you. that, God, you are bringing us on the inside to where you reside in us. And Father God, you are desiring to teach us your more excellent way. Yes. Have your way with us, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Give us revelation, O oh God. Give us insight. Share with us your wisdom and your knowledge, O oh yes, Father, Father. And bless us to receive understanding. And God, we just thank you, Lord, that as you do all of this, we will be transformed from the inside out. Yes. And not only us, oh Jesus. God, but Father God, we will uh, change our world. We will change our environment as the power of the true and living God emanates from the inside yes. of us. Thank Father, you, we just thank you and we yes. bless you for it. Father, I just pray now that the Holy Spirit will continue to teach us yes father and give us even deeper knowledge of the word that you've shared with us on today that father god that we will walk it out in our lives and father i just pray god uh, for the testimonies to come forth as people will say that my life has been changed yes. as i tapped into the power of god on the inside of me father i just thank you in advance for it in the name of jesus now, God, we lift up our hands yes, and we just bless you, you, oh God. And yes. we thank you for your abounding goodness and favor. You are a wonderful God. And we love you with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And we give you all the praise. Yes. In, Jesus In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Glory to God in heaven. Amen. So we're done for today. Um, snow doesn't look like it's done for today. Look like it's just getting started, but praise be unto God. We're home, and again, continue to stay safe, um, and we look forward to seeing you um, next time. Amen.